Good evening, everyone. With a show of hands, who all is tired? Just about everybody. That's what I expected. <laughs> there are many things in this life that can make us weary and burdened. And just with all the stuff that's going on, we can get really busy. And sometimes when it's time to go to church, we would just prefer to stay home and sleep. So that's kind of what I'm going to talk about. I've titled this Rest for the Weary Soul. If you have your Bibles, turn to Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. In this life, we'll, we face many disappointments, and we might have many questions and doubts. We might wonder, is God really who he says he is? Is this life that God has laid out before us really what people have said it is? But we'll read in, this, in these few verses here, that God has offered us rest. Amen. Verse 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. Our souls will be at rest when we lay aside our way and we choose his work. Did you know that God offers you rest? You might be weary and tired, but he's offered you rest in these verses. His way is better. Even though the devil might put doubts into our mind and might make us think that it's just work and work and we never get anything out of it, God still has promised us rest. To the weary and disheartened, he says, come, find rest in me but that rest is conditional. First, he tells us to come. If we are to find true rest, then we must come to Jesus, for he is the source of our rest. We cannot go to, to sports or video games or, or the news. That's not going to give us rest. We need to go to Jesus to give us rest. He, does, he doesn't want us only to come to him. That's the first thing. But in the next verse, he says, take my yoke upon you. Yeah. Take. That is an action on our part. We can't just expect to sit by and, and just ask for him to give us rest and then just receive rest. Sometimes it's that way. But sometimes he also asks us to do something. And here he tells us to take his yoke upon us. If you're not familiar with what a yoke is, it's this um, wooden apparatus thing that would go around the necks of two oxen. And it would be tied to a cart that the oxen would pull. So here, Jesus is telling us, if you want to find rest, then you need to be willing to take my yoke upon you and pull. If we are going to do that, it requires surrendering our will. See, if we are going to take the yoke that he has given to us and the burden that he has given us, then we can't carry all of our own things too. 
all the things that we treasure in this world, we can't carry them and do God's will. We need to lay aside those things in order to do his will. Because if we try to do both, then we're never going to be at rest. His yoke is easy, and his burden is light. The things of this world are not easy, and they are not light, and if we try to carry them too, then life's not going to work. And that could be the reason why our souls are not at rest. Is there anything in your life that you're holding on to, things of this world, that are blocking your way to being able to do God's will? Then we must pull. We must do his will with any strength that he has given us. He will give us the strength that we need. He's never going to give us a load that's too hard for us to bear, but he will always give us the strength to be able to pull that load. His yoke consists of anything that he asks us to do, anything that's his will. As we pray, he might ask us to bake some cookies and bring them to a neighbor, or he might ask us to make a telephone call to someone at church and and talk with them or pray with them. It doesn't matter how big or small the thing may be. Whatever that is God's will and that advances his kingdom, that's his yoke. And then he tells us that we need to get back to school. It says, take my yoke upon you and then figure it out. No. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. We need to do his will, but not just that and just try to figure out our own way, but we we are also to learn of him and to seek him, seek to know more of him and who he is. Oftentimes, we will learn some of who he is as we do God's work. We don't have to feel like we've got it all figured out before we do anything. I've had many times where I was doing something God told me to do, and like with preparing these messages, God's taught me perseverance when I don't feel like doing it anymore. And he's taught me to keep going and to trust in him for the words to say. For without him, I don't have any hope of doing anything on my own. And so as I do his will, he teaches me. We must be willing to be a student and be willing to learn of him. But the best way to learn of him is through his word. God has given his word to us as his written instruction to teach us his way. And in his word, he shows us who he is. If we read it and study it and pray over it, then God will show us who he is. And we can learn of him through that. Then we must obey in whatever he asks us to do. We must pull the load and do the work that he has us to do. This is the exact opposite of how the world would think. They would say, if you need some rest, take a day off of work or go on a vacation. But Jesus says, 
You will find rest when you take my yoke upon you and when you learn of me. For it says, for I am meek and lowly in heart. That is how we will have rest for our souls. He is not a strict teacher that is going to discourage us and maybe even reject us entirely if we get anything wrong. But he is compassionate and he is patient. He will teach us no matter how many times we just can't seem to figure it out. But he is patient and he will teach us. This is in contrast to the religious leaders of the day. They added laws and laws upon what God had laid in place and made all these strict rules that you must follow. And if you don't follow them, then, then you don't know where you're going to go. And you always live in this condemnation of never knowing if you were good enough or if you did enough to satisfy God or to please God. But here Jesus is showing us that his way is different. His way is not like that. Whenever things get too complicated in our head and we start to doubt what God's way is and whenever the fog thickens, we can go back to how Jesus summarized all the laws. He said, love God and love everybody else. When things get confusing, we can go back to that because all the laws are summarized in that. And I also want to highlight that this is rest for our souls. There are going to be times that our bodies will be weary and where we feel like we need rest and God says, go a little bit further, keep working a little bit longer. But no matter what is going on in our life, he has promised us that we will always have rest for our souls. We don't need to have our hunger can be satisfied. We won't have that constant hungering for God and, and trying to seek God and never feeling like he's there or, trying, or having this condemnation over us of not knowing whether we're in God's will or not. We can know and we can be free from all those worldly chains and we can have rest for our souls. Isn't it exciting? God has promised us rest. And to get that rest, we take his yoke upon us, and we pull, and we learn of him. In him, we are complete. We don't need anything else. We don't need the things of this world. The things that we might be trying to hold on to that are weighing us down, we can let go of those and not miss them. God can break those, those ties in our heart of wanting those things. And we can be complete in him and have rest in him. There is no mountain that's too big for him to move. No hunger that is too great for him to satisfy. There is no prayer that is too big for him to answer. Do you believe this? We are no longer trusting in our own wisdom. If we trust in our wisdom... And if we have pride in ourselves, that's going to weigh us down. That's going to not allow us to have the rest that God has promised for our souls. But we need to lay aside those things 
and say, oh Lord, I can do nothing without you. I don't have any wisdom in myself and I need you and you alone to show me the path that I need to take. We need to come before God with humility, not worry about all the things of this world. We don't have to worry about the emptiness that might fill our lives when we were unsaved because he will fill our lives completely and we will be full in him. If you haven't experienced this rest, then you might need to come and you might need to find that rest in Jesus. We don't have to constantly run from one thing to another in this world to be able to find our rest because here our rest is promised in Jesus. He gives us only three commands. He says to come, come to him to take his yoke, do his will, and to seek him wholeheartedly, to learn who he is. That will give us rest. If you are someone who is wholeheartedly pursuing God, but you're tired in the doing of God's work, then come. God has offered you rest. If you are tired of constantly seeking after God and, and seeming like he's not there to be found, then come. God will show you who he is and he will answer your prayer. If, there, if you've been praying a prayer that seems like it's never been answered and never going to get answered, keep praying. God will give you assurance in some way or other. Watch and keep praying. I've been in that place many times where I felt like I was praying and praying and I could never get over something. But then I, I dug into God's word and I really found Jesus. And now that hunger that was in my soul is satisfied and I'm never going back. Amen. To the lost, he says, come. If you're in here and you don't know Jesus, then there is rest for your soul. All you need to do is come to Jesus and repent of your sins and you can have rest. To anyone who will listen and who will hear, Jesus says, come. Take my yoke upon you. And learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall have rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. Will you come? Thank you.